boys. Lumpy Gravy, call from Michigan, your favorite state in the Union. Uh, great show last week, but uh, I think a more appropriate song for the ending would be KKK Bitch by Body Count. All right, look it up. If you haven't heard it, rock it. Great tune. Keep up the good work. Keep it sticking around. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? Uh, I can't think of anything. What's up? Well, I want to issue a, a caveat here before the show. Um, I am off my tits on DayQuil. Sweet. So I'm going to make less sense than I usually do on this show. So I'm just I'm giving you some forewarning here. Okay. Yeah, I've been popping so I'm DayQuil. Fully, am I fully empowered to interrupt you and just, just move on? You can just be like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Let's just move on. Okay. You can do this. You should have a symbol or some kind of code word you can say when I start speaking in tongues. I'll draw a cock on the screen. <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah, do that. Um, you know, every time I go to San Francisco, I was in San Francisco last weekend, I get back, I always get sick because that city's just it's, 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 that city's just full of pestilence. It's disease-ridden. The, cli- the northern climate does not agree with my temperament. I don't even think it's the northern climate. I think it's just the homeless people coughing in that just gray cloud of disease. And the, the hippies, just everything about that city. Well, your sister won't move out of the tenderloin, so what are you going to do? I think that's part of it, too. It's, it's not, And it's not the whole city. It's the Tenderloin. It's just the te- – well, the Tenderloin and Hate Street. I don't know if you've been on Hate Street recently. I went to Hate Street with my sister. Oh, all the times I go to Hate Street. I went to Hate Street with you. my sister. And, yeah, there were just these disgusting my, – my sister kept saying, she's like, those people look like they're from Middle Earth. They do. They look like hobbits. Those or, people. <laughs> but they're, they're like these disgusting cretins with dreadlocks. They smell like B.O. and patchouli. And the white people you're talking about. Yeah, not not the crackhead. I would rather be around the crackheads. At least you, 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 they're predictable. You know what they're going to do. You don't think those white punks smoke crack? I have no idea what they do. I think they smoke crack. I think they fuck dogs. I think they rape women in Golden Gate Park. They're, I, they are not trustworthy. They're shady. No. They're unpredictable. And they smell. They smell really bad. And I think, they are, I think they're just as diseased as the crackheads. So regardless, one of those two parties... Got me ill. And so now I'm ill. And I've been popping DayQuil for the past two days. I sound way more... Don't I sound much more nasally than I normally do? No. It's the same. (laughs) Speaking of uh, San Francisco, my brother uh, called me... Fan favorite. Yeah. uh, Jeffrey story. Uh, Jeffrey called me up yesterday night, and he was ecstatic. He was happy. He was a very happy man last night. And uh, I was like, why? What's going on? He's like, you're never going to believe this. Jeffrey's not normally happy, only like 10% of the time. Usually he's mad about something. Jeff, Jeffrey rants about everything. He's, and he's not to mention, he's always surly too. Right. So it's, it's, a rare, it's a rare occurrence for Jeffrey to call. First of all, it's a rare occurrence for Jeffrey to call me. 
because normally we text. Like it's rare that we ever call because Jeff doesn't mm-hmm. like to talk on the phone. And yeah. and usually you can never he understand does. him anyway because he's he speaks so fast and then he's like he's distracted by everything. So he's not making any sense. He's not following a conversation. But but this time he called me. He was, he was in a great mood. He was coherent. Uh, we had a good conversation, and he was, uh, yeah, he was very positive and, uh, and happy. And I was like, well, what's going on? He was like, you're never going to believe this. I was like, what? He's like, I sold my cock hat. And I was like, did you ever see that hat? It's not the no. leather hat. The other hat ask he wears. If that's what he calls the leather hat. No, the leather hat is just, that's, that's the, I'd never seen that hat. That's the hat he wore to your Thanksgiving. I think that's like his, his cool formal, hat. It's his formal attire. His hip-hop hat. It's his hip-hop hat. He was trying to impress you. Okay. And plus, he was going to Oakland. I think he wanted to oh, yeah. boost Blend his in. street cred. Um, now, the cock hat is a hat that I got him when he was down here in, uh, in L.A. He came down to L.A., I don't know, in May. He was on the podcast back then. You remember that? So I think he was playing Angry Birds the whole time and not even yeah. listening to us. We'll get uh, to the hat. What, what's the hat? We go to Venice Beach. And we're walking to Venice Beach, and he's like, oh, my God, look at this. He was like freaking out about this stupid hat. Looks like a baseball hat, like kind of a mesh hat with a rooster on it. He kept saying it's a cock hat. Oh, like, I've seen the cock hat. Why did he sell it? Well, I was like, all right, I'll buy it for you, and I bought it for him. It was like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, something like that. I guess on a Saturday night, it just had that hat for a while. He wears it all the time. Like it's covered in sweat, semen, Santor. I don't know what else is. It's covered in a lot of miscellaneous substances. You wouldn't want to like have it drop in your bathwater. Who knows what you'd get. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he was uh, leaving. I think he was cleaning up the bar. He was kicking people out. And there's this uh, couple that was there. This guy with a girl. And they were with, uh, I think, two gay friends. And the girl's like, wow, I really like your hat. And so the guy was looks over and he's just like, how much you want for it? Oh, Jesus Christ. And Jeff just looks at him and he's like, it's not for sale. And the guy's like, everything's for sale. All right. How much did Jeff sell it for? <laughs> Well, that was the Let's thing. To Je- the chase. Well, that, that was the thing. Jeff's like, my brother bought this. Hat. He's like, everything's for sale, fifty bucks. And he's like, no, I'm not going to sell you the hat. And he went on. The guy comes back up to him, wouldn't give it, wouldn't give up. I mean, the couple, the the the, the other people, the other members of his party had already moved on to different topics. This guy was fixated on the cock hat, and so eventually it got up to two hundred dollars. The guy pulled out two hundred dollar bills, and Jeffrey still was balking. And then finally, he's like, you know what? Yeah, here. You take the hat. So then oh, Jeff I made the dude go way higher than 200 because now you're like, you look like a pussy in front of your girlfriend. And I, I would have got the guy up to like five grand. He's not going to pay five grand for the hat. Then he's a pussy and he didn't get the hat. And then I'd be like, I guess everything isn't for sale, huh? No, get out of my bar! <laughs> you fucking Italian piece of shit. Well, everything is for sale. The guy was Italian, right? world. I, I don't know if he was Italian. It's might, such fucking been. Guido behavior. Everything is for sale. He's like, everything has a price. I saw Kirk Douglas say that in fucking Wall Street. He bought it for Michael Douglas, but he bought it for $200. Whatever. They and, fucking uh, love that movie that's fucking 20 years old. <laughs> I work in finance. He's like at the admin desk. <laughs> Fuck you. Boy, that? I'll get you a coffee, sir. And then he goes out to the bar and tries to fucking swing his dick around. Fuck him. I'm a closer. Yeah. His fucking parents paid for him to go to like some fucking third tier business school. That, that, that's the thing. My brother at first was just like, you know, this guy's just a dick. He's drunk. He's whatever. And then after a while, he's like, how high is this guy going to go? And he went up to 200 bucks. He pulled out $200 bills. 
And my brother's like, all right, fine. He took it. And the guy puts the hat on, which even my brother's just like, that's just gross anyway. Oh, I was hoping his girlfriend was going to put it on. <laughs> no, he, he put it on. So he's wearing it for his, you know, his girlfriend. And, and then they went, left the bar. And then my brother went home and he bought another cock hat for $25 on the internet. And then, uh, Where, did you get paid back? I mean, you did buy the, you made the initial investment in the hat. I should, I, I, I should you I at brought, least get your 25 bucks. Yeah, back. but it was a gift plus it was, interest. It was a gift. Yeah, it was that's a, why he's not supposed to fucking sell it. Cause it was a gift. You know what? For 200 bucks, I think I, I would, I would agree with him. I would have sold it. Any gift that my brother has given yeah, me. Yeah, but he should give you like 50 bucks. Then he's still making 150 As if that would ever happen. Right. It but, won't happen. But no, it never happened. But anyway, so Jeff was ecstatic because um, uh, yesterday he had got his cock hat, his new cock hat in the mail, and he got an Xbox One. Oh. So he's really, really stoked about that. So now he's, he was going to wear his cock hat and play uh, Xbox One games. Which are basically exactly like the old Xbox games. Xbox are you gonna Are you gonna get one of these new plays? Um, these new no. systems? No, no. It's a different world now. It's past. Anyway, anyway, you're saying you're like like video games are beyond you. That's that's no, that's how I just, feel. No. Oh, because you're mature. No, I I, I just don't understand them. I just I don't have every. I, there's no more exclusive games. Every game on Xbox you can get on. You know the other consoles, or more, most importantly, PC. And since I have a PC already, I like my PC games. No, I just have a PC. I like the consoles. Why, do, why do I need to buy anything else? <laughs> do, what, which one do you have? Do you you already have a console game? Do you have an Xbox, right? Yeah, I have a PS3 also. So you and have the thing, an Xbox the thing about PS3. the thing about the PS3 is it's like a media center. Like you know, I watch Netflix on it. I watch uh, Blu-rays, DVDs, Can you Hulu watch porn? Plus. Nobody watches porn on their TV. What is this, the 80s? Yeah, but you can have like a, you know, you can blow it up. So my brother watches porn on his TV. No. When you're, when you're jerking <laughs> off to porn, you want it to be, you want your face to be close to it. You don't want to have a it's big, like you're in a jack off theater. No. <laughs> when you're, I guess you're maybe, like standing maybe, 18 feet from it. That must be why my brother likes watching porn on his big 62 inch TV. Plus, I mean, you get a transfer of the file and everything. At that time, by the time you transfer the file, I've lost interest. I mean, jacking off on the internet is is immediate and it's over. Yeah, my brother's apartment's essentially a jack off theater, right? So that makes sense. But what I was gonna say was that <laughs> uh, I, I somebody told me that the new PlayStation doesn't allow you to play like you know MP4 files and and movie files. That you can sometimes find on the internet. What's the point? Then why you can't even use this as a media hub? Well, they want you to use like the the features through their you know servers. You know they want you to use Netflix, but they want to be in control of it, and they want you to buy movies through their online PlayStation Store rather than just be able to transfer you know any file off your computer to your PS3, which is the great thing about the PS3. What about Blu-rays? Yeah, you'll be able to play Blu-rays, but who the, I, I have one Blu-ray, and it's because a listener gave it to me. Yeah, I've, I've never... I've, I don't I've give a shit about Blu-ray. Blu-ray. I don't have, like, a big fucking bookshelf full of DVDs like we used to have. So so the fact so the fact that uh, all these games are going to be released on the PC, you don't need to buy them? Or you don't yeah. need to buy new I don't need to buy. You don't need to buy a console. There's no reason to buy a console, because everything is everything is available digitally on your pc yeah but what about the other features like xbox live and uh what, what's what are the things what do you play with 
Steam Online Play. So, do you ever do that? No. <laughs> well, what's the point of that? You know, I stopped playing video games at that point when they allowed when the, when the technology arrived that allowed you to do that. I had already stopped playing video games. They, if you're they a were nerd, behind me. And you're not good at sex or being in a rock band or sports, then you can play online and and be like the best, I don't know, Call of Duty or Caller of of Duty. (laughs) But do you play with or against other people? I think both. And you can chat with them? Oh, yes. You can wear a headset and chat. That's real cool. So some hot chick is going to walk into your basement one of these days, kids, and she's going to be like, I just want to fuck the first person I see, uh, unless he has a headset on. Oh, too bad for you. <laughs> yeah, but don't you think they, they think that uh, they're going to like you know meet a hot chick, maybe that's, that's no. a gamer? No, they know they're not going to get laid. Any, any girl who is a gamer, they, you know, they berate her relentlessly. Well, that, that's what I'm getting to. I read a story. They're not going to be able to do that anymore. So I read an article about the uh, the Xbox. The Xbox, the new Xbox One, can hear you curse and will scold you for it. You'll be reprimanded by the Xbox. That's the other. This? That's the other reason I don't want this thing. Is it's it like watches you and it like it punishes you. But it, even when it's not punishing you, it can like it can like see into your living room and it like knows when you want it to turn on by like you just wave your hand. Which people are like, oh cool, I can turn it on by waving my hand. But then you're like. But doesn't that mean the Xbox is constantly watching what you're doing in your living room? I just wonder what else. Yeah, like how else is it, you know, surveilling your house or surveilling yeah. your activities? I mean, it's it it has this Xbox One's Connect senses motion and sound, which yeah. allows you to interact physically with games like Skyrim, Mass Effect Three. But it listens in on the users and it monitors and, and the way you it, behave in real life. It has behavioral rules and controls well now it does so apparently uh, there's an article on deadspin that posted a video of an xbox one fan playing nba 2014 while he's playing the game the user cursed and then a message popped up on the screen that said call technical due to bad language he got a technical foul from the virtual ref he'd been penalized so a virtual ref penalized him in the real world for cursing and I yeah. guess uh, a Reddit well, he's, user... he's cursing in the virtual world because he's cursing at the other player, I take it. Well, I don't know if he was cursing at the other player or if he was the just other like, gamer. you know, motherfucker. And he just said it in his room. Like, he's playing against the, maybe the computer. Like, you're not even allowed to curse. Like it, it, oh, it even mon- if you're not online? <laughs> yeah, fuck Well, that. I think it, you're definitely not allowed to curse online. I just don't think you're even allowed to curse at all. A Reddit user pointed out that he was playing FIFA 4 and he encountered a similar issue. He got a technical foul on... And you know, I bet you that I bet you they've added this feature to Madden. You probably get like unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I, I what I wonder is about games like um, what's it, Call of Duty? Is it isn't that what they play? Call you, of Duty. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Battlefield. Like those are those multiplayer games where you have like I don't know ten people playing. Don't they just talk shit? To one another the whole time? Isn't that yeah. what you do? Well, if you go online to play, yeah, that's what happens to you. But, but think, I, about, think about the possibilities. Like you could be over at Jeffrey's house and he's just into his game. Oh, my God, I'm fucking calling duty so hard. And then you can just be like, fuck. 
then the game like kills him and he'll, he'll just get so mad it'll be one of those additional opportunities to just piss jeffrey off well that's why i wonder what they do like uh i wonder if like in call of duty or battlefield do they put you in like you know the brig for like six hours <laughs> six hours like military prison for six hours you can't do anything for six hours well, they can ban you from uh, the service, Xbox Live. You can get your account banned if it's bad enough. Yeah, um, uh, that's what I uh, read here, that Xbox users' accounts are suspended after swearing. So um, apparently people have been uploading video clips <laughs> to the Xbox One con- console. I don't even know why you'd be uploading video clips, but you can do that with the... Yeah, and, what are uh, on these video clips? I'm not even sure. They... Uh, Xbox Live allows users to upload media files, including videos that they've made, and take part in multiplayer games. But, uh, but according to uh, this story here, the, the company says that the Xbox One console is a sophisticated system of enforcement. So if you violate its codes of conduct, you will it's be like suspended. Ro- <laughs> it's like RoboCop. Yeah, like if you it's have a sophisticated a- system of enforcement, citizen. They say uh, excessive profanity. So um, you know, if you're playing a, a game and you upload a I don't know. I don't know what these videos are for. Well, because, I mean, come on. What do you mean you don't know? Go, you, ever, you ever gone to YouTube? Half the videos or more on YouTube are of nerds playing video games. So people like people like nerds like to watch other nerds do nerd things. So if they're okay, so you get these like eleven-year-old trolls, and it, that's I thought that's all they do. Like their social outlet is to go online and play video games with their friends and swear at them and berate them yeah. and harass them. And if there's a girl. Or uh, uh, someone who has a female voice, then it's just like sexual, suggestive comments for the next, uh, you know, hour. Isn't that what they do? Till the girl leaves? Yeah, it is what they do. Come to come to think of it, it sounds like the Sick and Wrong Forum, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is done like the Sick and Wrong <laughs> audience, mostly. But yeah, so you can't do that anymore, though. I don't think they, I don't know how they're going to get around. I guess, are they going to come up with their own swear words? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Everybody would just be laughing at you. Like, if you're like, frack and you crump. But, I mean, what would it? You would crackle you continue snacker? to play a system that censors you? Myself, it's, it's probably better if you're a normal person. You're like, finally, somebody took care of those assholes. I, mean, I just I, play the game online with people and have, like, a relatively, you know, fun time. Is it that distracting, though, really? I mean, if... I guess, I don't have a fucking 11-year... Have you ever hung around an 11-year-old who thinks they're hot shit? It sucks. Okay, but as a 38-year-old man, I'm not going to interact with an 11-year-old. And so I'm not going to play... You know, first of all, I'm not going to play video games. But second of all, I'm not going to play video games with I'm a child. I'm not going to play video games. I'm too busy. I got to go to the pantyhose convention in Las Vegas. <laughs> we got things to do. Yeah, there were some Serious hot things. chicks. There were models at that pantyhose oh, convention. Great. Models. Yeah. Um, Sharkies, they're called. Well, Check out know, Black Milk Clothing. You know who's even? You know who's even beyond the Xbox in this? And the you know the Xbox is the American console. When traditionally all this shit came out of Japan where they love gizmos and electronics and stuff. Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo has this, they have a system on the Wii U, which is their thing, which is like notably everybody says, you know, it's for children, but, uh, they have a system because in their system, you can like draw notes to people. You can draw little sketches and like, you know, here's a smiley face, blah, blah, blah. And obviously what is the Wii U? Is that the new Wii? There's a new Wii. Yeah. Or how is it different than the old one? 
Uh, do you really care? No, but I mean, is it like way better? <laughs> or is it the same kind of thing? You get the controller, you can play tennis. Uh, it's got it. Its controller is like an iPad. Oh, okay. So, I can see that. Uh, yeah, so you can do things like with where you can see the screen on the controller, and then the other people can't see your screen, and then other shit's going on on the big screen, that kind of stuff. I, I've never played it. Yeah, but the I games really are just care. lame. They're for children. Well, the, <laughs> sure. I guess. I don't know. I don't care anymore, like I said. Uh, but see, because you have this iPad thing, you know, you can use your finger and, like, draw a little, oh, here's a little flower. That girl's cute. Uh, and you send it to her. I'm sure that's but, what um, happens. Well, in Japan, that's what happens. But the, the I, I found this interview with these three guys, you know, head honchos of the technical development in Nintendo. And they said... Uh, when they was in Japan, it was fine. But when they brought it to the West, uh, this guy Motoyama says, "Yes, we never had such a problem with our Hetena services, which I guess is what they call it. But when we brought Hetena Flipnote to the West, we were caught off guard by the amount of penises drawn by people." <laughs> Another guy, Karisu, says, "USA." So, so the team and I had to come up with a way to create a system that auto detects those types of pictures. Kato, the third guy, says, Kariso-san suggested we study different types of penises in order to create, oh, in order to figure out the relative shape and size people would draw. We spent a week doing that before we realized we should we should have been looking at drawings of penises rather than real life pictures. We were very embarrassed about that. Carissa says, my judgment on these types of situations is poor. <laughs> First of all, the accent was dead on. I thought well, I was, I thought I was in Japan, though. But, exactly. Like. But second, second <laughs> I love how they, they, they got to hire a department of, of dick researchers. Well, they take another department and they just say, you have to research dicks for two weeks. <laughs> Yuzawa, who's another guy, I don't know how he sounds. He said, you know what surprised me? No one drew, drew a single vagina. So anyways, <laughs> Nintendo developed Karisu says we I can bet. safely say that we have a very good system to detect penis drawings. Hopefully players Meverse experience will be a fun one. <laughs> uh, you know, it totally makes sense though. You think about it. In Japan, I could see like, you know, the eleven year old Japanese kid who uh is pleasant, has a uh, pleasant disposition. Just draws There's a cute a, little cat cute waving little cat at you. Oh, or a cute kawaii. little buddy, and it's less like, here you go. Here's a little Pokemon Sends character. Sends it to a girl. Yeah, a little Pokemon. As soon as it comes over, you, you bring that kid to the U.S., that eight-year-old is just drawing a big cock and balls. Like, stick this in your mouth, bitch. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that, that's... That's why they love us in other countries. So know? this this make this is remember how I said like you know I don't buy the consoles because you can get everything on PC so it doesn't matter. But this you can't get on PC. I mean this is a game into itself. I want to buy a Wii U and just day one just turn it on and just be like I'm gonna try dry and draw a dick and make the thing not detect that it's a dick, but people can still tell it's a dick. No one would know. Like my my dick kind of looks like a dilapidated tree like a tree that's been knocked down your actual dick or no you're not, drawing no the dick? dicks that i draw like no my no. you know my, my my actual dick doesn't look like, but my the dicks that i draw don't look like real dicks i don't think that dick software would be able to detect my dicks can anybody tell it's a dick here i'll draw i'll draw, I'll draw one up here hold on a second right. and you can see you don't really have to put the beret on that's fine you can just draw it <laughs> see this is all <laughs> happy little bush how's that look does that look like a dick <laughs> see the fucking Wii U could definitely... You think you're smarter than the Japanese Dude, scientist this, with that dick? This doesn't even look like a dick. It looks like a sea cucumber. It kind of, does kind of look like a brontosaurus with tits. 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna post this. I'll put. I'll take a picture, a screenshot of this, and I'll post I it wish, to the site. I but... wish the people in Nintendo would would put make a website that uses their you know their artificial intelligence their so we could have fun with it. But I guess software. then I'll never buy a Wii U. But I might buy a Wii U just to try and. To I mean, fake them out. Just, yeah, you could just sit there for hours just trying to draw dicks and like get it through the system. Well, that's the thing, though. You know, with vaginas, it's like with vaginas. I mean, you're. It's too difficult to tell. You can't even really yeah. tell what a vagina is anyway, because it just looks like a. Even you know, when it's like right in front of you, sometimes I have a hard time. <laughs> yeah, same time. Is that a fold of flesh? I don't even know what's going on there. Is it a clam? <laughs> is it a roast beef sandwich? And sometimes I don't know. it's so hairy. I don't even know if there is a vagina down there. Right. But uh, is it a sea cucumber? <laughs> Is it a hedgehog? I don't know. It's a but beaver. With dicks, though, there's so many different variables. You can have a chode. You can have a big dick. You can have like a button on a fur. Coat. There's there's so many different. So they many all pretty different much look the same. Yeah, but I bet you it'd be they bend easier one to, way. They bend this like, way. They yeah, but like you a little could easily, on it. I think you could. This would be a game. Like you could fake out that uh, Nintendo software. Well, if it's easy, then it's no fun. I mean, my whole th- saying that it's fun is predicated on the fact that the software is pretty good. Well, it if sounds it sucks, like, I mean, you had these, these three Japanese scientists working on this, uh, a whole team of uh, dick doctors doing this, uh, this, this, building this recognition software. I bet you wouldn't be able to crack it, wackily. That's the challenge. I guess I could just buy one and then take it back <laughs> after a weekend of drawing penises. <laughs> I you know it just I just wonder where, where does it where does it end here? So now you got dick recognition software. You can't you can't be a prankster on the Wii U. Now on the Xbox Live, you can't harass a woman. You can't berate some guy and call him a homosexual. You can't like uh, like well, where, where does it stop? Eventually, are you allowed to play naked anymore? Maybe you can't play naked. It's ill-advised. Do you have to maybe, wear like maybe a, the PlayStation Four or whatever the fuck it's called will be. Uh will be the you know the last haven of people who want to be vulgar yeah i mean if you're not allowed to be vulgar if you're not i wonder if you're going to be allowed to use to speak with slang words do you have to use proper like the queen's english is that what it is is it it called the queen's english moving on (laughs) (laughs) anyway i do hope that the next time i go over to my brother's house he's showing me these video games the first thing i'm going to yell is faggot Fuck, motherfucker, shit, cock, balls. <laughs> yeah, what do, what do epileptics do? They just uh, they're class just class action lawsuit right there. You mean yeah. people with Tourette's? Yeah, like I'm or not. Yeah, not uh, people. Do, like, what do people with Tourette's do? I guess you got to turn off the microphone. Yeah, but right, that's that's discriminatory. It is discriminatory. Tourette's <laughs> Tourette's listeners, you should sue Microsoft to make some money off of this. People, this is episode 410 here, Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Uh, Wacken and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Uh, you can send in stories to Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com. Submit them via Facebook or the, the Twitters. Um, and if we do give you credit, if we use your story, I will send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Speaking of which, Wackley, I ordered new stickers this week. Amazing. Brand new stickers. Amazing. Stickers that we've never made before. So when you win a story, or you submit a story and you win, or not win, but if you submit a story and we use it, I will send you some of these new Sick and Wrong stickers. Uh, We did get some good ones here for uh, episode 410. Before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. (laughs) 
It's still December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamAndEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. Uh, this first story here came in from Rich. Rich writes, never swap wives with a cop. Okay, Richard. Some words of wisdom there from Richard. Uh, the headline here, cop shoots friend over wife swapping gone awry. You know, Wackerly, does wife swapping ever go smoothly? I have to assume it, sometimes it does. All the times you don't hear anything about, it's gone smoothly. Whenever we discuss somebody's, it. Somebody's always disappointed. That's I, for sure. I feel like whenever we discuss it here on the show, it's never going smoothly. Well, nothing we ever – I mean, why would we talk about it? <laughs> somebody's always disappointed though. Like one – the minimum number of people for a wife swap is four, right? One of the wives or husband is like, eh, I got the short end of the stick here. You know what I think what, what's interesting about this? And I mean, I, I will get to it in the story, but, but I feel like, it, I feel like it's strange. And I think it strains relationships to wife swap with friends, like good friends. Well, maybe it's, or maybe it spices up a relationship that would have died a, a death of, you know, just being too cold and boring and stayed. Yeah. I, I just wonder, I mean, I, I feel like I think most swingers that are active swingers, they usually go and meet strangers and they're, they're never like, you know, they're, they they never have like a bond, like a outside of the swinging community. I think that's how you have a healthy swinging lifestyle. You swing with strangers. As far as I know, I'm not a swinger. I don't know about this. I just think it's really weird to wife swap with your friends. Like, you know, if uh, you and I were sitting there like, you Wackerly, your wife's looking mighty cute these days. Her ass oh, looks great in those you. jeans. Do you mind if I have sex with her? Go like, right ahead. <laughs> Although you'd realize that you owe me sex with your wife. Oh, of course, my good man. <laughs> it's, it's just funny to me that, that the men make these decisions because our wives are our property. So well, we, we can't I mean, do that's that. just, you're just assuming that, though. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe it is the wife. You see, you think it's the wives that do. Well, let me get into this story. Here's how it went down. I think it's there's different strokes <laughs> to rule the world. <laughs> An off-duty Texas police officer shot a man several times after their plan to swap sexual partners went horribly awry. So Officer Frankie Salazar, 29 years old, and his friend Jesus Gitron, 33. <laughs> it's probably Jesus. I'm going to call him Jesus. Wasn't Jesus 33 when he died? <laughs> Maybe it was a wife-swapping uh, accident. Yeah, and Judas caught him. Yeah. I bet you that's what happened. Um, his friend Jesus, Jesus, whatever, had spent the, – the, the two had spent months, months putting their plan into motion. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, how do you plan a wife-swap? Like, so you got two good buddies. Like, what do I – do I look at you and say, okay, Wackerly, I'll get the wine coolers. And the Michael Bolton Greatest Hits CD. You get the Cheetos and the Ecstasy. Is that is that how you do it? 
Well, I think you have to establish whether everybody's game to be swapped first before you start. I mean, you're you jumping right into the food <laughs> and drug condiments. Seems like not the right way to do it. Well, I imagine if you just – I bet if uh, – so what, what are you saying? You, you say like the four need to go out to dinner to like – Outback Steakhouse no. and have a discussion no, about no. this. You're an idiot. <laughs> this is why you've never swapped successfully. I've you never swapped. You don't, you don't, don't bro- swap. You don't broach the subject with everyone there. You bro- You got to broach a subject between t- two people, whether it be one of the guys. I mean, it's first you probably got to discuss it with your wife. You're like, you're watching porn with your wife. And it's like swinging and like, oh, it's a little, you know, they try and put some fucking dumb story because you still have porn from like 1984. <laughs> and, <laughs> On VHS. Uh, yeah. And you're watching it and, and it's like, you know, the neighbors are like, oh, your wife's looking pretty good. And oh, rip your dress. And they rip her dress off. And you're like, that's funny. Can you imagine like swapping wives or like, you know, swinging? I guess you wouldn't call it swapping wives too. You? <laughs> like, can you imagine swinging? That's, that's ridiculous. They call it in Texas. I don't know. It might be fun, though. <laughs> and then she's like, woo, what are you talking about? Who do you like? You're like, well, Jim's wife's quite attractive. And she smacks you. But then she's like, well, Jim ain't so bad himself. I don't know why she has a southern accent. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then you're like, and then you, that, you know, then you talk it out to the point that you're like, yeah, let's see if Jim and fucking Nancy or whatever want to want to swing. So, and, then, okay. and then you're with your wife, and you're like, how are we going to do it? And and then you're like, well, I'm going to go to the bar with Jim next week and watch the game on Thursday. And once we're kind of drunk, I'll just mention it. And now you're off to the races. You're saying you take a roundabout way. You, you, you got to take a roundabout way roundabout to suggest way. it how else would you to do your it? wife. But you, I think what happened here is these two guys were – I don't know, fishing or whatever, hanging out, watching the watching the game, fisting, fishing, oh, fishing, like fishing or whatever, watching whatever bros do, um, watching a basketball game, and there he was like, you know what, your wife's looking pretty hot, and I bet you they're like, we should swap wives, let's do this, and then I bet you the guys went back and had a, you know, chats with their respective partners, and okay. then they set it up. That's a way to go about it. Yeah, the guys agree first and then uh you know you hope you don't get punched out by asking one of the guys has to start the conversation well what would you i mean would wouldn't it be weird like if you had uh you know a friend of yours who's not like somebody you've i think i think it'd be weird if it's somebody you've known for a long time but if it's somebody that you just met been hanging out in your social circle for the past two years and then he was just like you're getting kind of drunk what would you say what do you mean what would i say what, what would, would you, i say if what if the guy's just like so uh would you ever be down for a wife swapping? Me and my wife do this a lot. I'd probably just be like, no, <laughs> not really. You would start laughing. Yeah, I'd probably laugh and I'd be like, hey, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think uh, the little lady would be down with it. <laughs> I'm adventurous, <laughs> but. I've always found swingers to be just like predatory and unsettling just the way they the way that when they're at a party you know someone's a swinger or if you've ever been to a swinger party the way they look at you it's really weird just fucking don't talk to me about my wife sexually if we're friends i'm sorry yeah. i don't do that you fucking just don't do re- that you're, you're creepy and and like you're pretty rude i bet you these two guys in college like double teamed a chick or something that's another weird thing too and i mean i, let's, you know, I mean let's not go off on a tangent because that yeah that's a whole nother thing 
do, yeah. doing finger cuffs, wobbly H with a girl. Well, that's or, what I'm saying. These guys probably have done something like or, that. Or, you know, a lot of those situations are, it, it is, it's a guy with a, a girlfriend or a wife, and he just invites over his friend to fuck her. It's not even, a, it's, there's not even like a fair trade going on. It's just like, yeah, come fuck my wife. I'm going to be fucking her too in the same room with you, and I'm going to have my camera. And the wife's just like, yeah, I take all dicks. You know what's interesting <laughs> yeah. about this? I remember uh, a girl that used to work at the Gold Club with me. Her name is um, – I forget her name, but I don't, I don't want to say her name anyway. But she was married to a, a San Francisco police officer, and her thing was she would get dudes because one of the um, managers actually did this. She was super hot, yeah. but she'd been married for a few years as a police officer guy. And so she would just, you know, be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Blah, blah, whatever. He'd go back. He went back to their place, her house, ended up having sex with her on the bed. Meanwhile, Was he you? No, no, no. I didn't. This is not happening to me. This is uh, Gerald, this manager that I had. <laughs> this is Gerald. No, Ger- you can ask uh, Big Jeff. But Gerald <laughs> went back to uh, this girl's house, had sex with her. And then meanwhile, the officer guy was in the closet jacking off watching. Oh. And that's Fun. and that's how he got off. But I mean, he like eventually found out, and he, you know, Gerald freaked out and was like, "Holy shit, I'm going to get shot! This is crazy." But it turned out like this is what got that guy off. Like he liked seeing men have sex with his wife. Huh? Like that was he was uh, into cuckolding. Sometimes they're in the. It's not cuckolding though. Sometimes the guy's in the room there. That's I mean, this just, is like this situation would be like if I were like, "Hey, D." Come over and fuck my girlfriend, and I'll be fucking her too. And we'll turn on the video camera, and you're just like, "Yeah, I want to smell your ball sweat." <laughs> it, it's just, it's just weird. I'm just thinking that these two guys had probably done something like that in the past, and that's why it's it's not that uncommon or strange for them to suggest, "Hey, let's just swap wives. Why not?" I so, think it's a different group of people, but okay, maybe not. It's not the orgy group. It's a swapping. It's a swinging group. This is a swinging group. So. Anyway, what happened? They decided to have this swinging, swapping party. And uh, um, what one of the women in the incident said she and Jesus arrived at Frankie Salazar's home. And after a few drinks, they had a few drinks, she and Salazar, so this is, this is Jesus' wife and Salazar, went into the bedroom and started making out. <laughs> but the unidentified 29-year-old chick... Um, uh, Jesus' wife said she backed out Mary. saying saying that something uh, didn't feel right. She said it just felt a little weird. Okay. Um, I wonder about that. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe she got cold feet. Maybe she obviously probably didn't know about this. And maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she- Jesus' breath smelled. Or not Jesus, Frankie's breath smelled. She's like, yeah, I thought you brushed your teeth. You know, I've heard recently a lot of guys don't know how to make out right. They just lick I their, ain't never brushed my teeth. Face. What are you talking about? I bet you that's what happened, though. Like, he didn't know how to make out properly. He was, like, licking her face or jamming his tongue in her mouth. Lots of girls don't like that. So, anyway, she said she didn't, it didn't feel <laughs> I gotta right. i got to change my technique. It, it didn't feel right, so she was backing out. But then, at that moment, Jesus' partner, Salazar's wife, barged into the room and started screaming and, and complaining about not being informed in advance she didn't know of his intentions. Yeah, see, he did not follow the protocol. You definitely have to tell your wife that you're about to go swinging. I think, I don't know if either wife knew about it. No. Jesus' wife knew. She was making out with Frankie. But, okay, so she probably didn't. You think she just thought, like, oh, I guess I'll just cheat on my husband, even though he's right in the other room and he's a cop. All right, so, okay, Jesus' wife knew about it, but she probably was like, this is just weird because maybe. She got cold feet. Understandable. 
Her, let me, his little jump, Mexican jumping bean started to get hard. And she was like, really? That's it? <laughs> she called an audible. <laughs> Abort! So anyway, what ended up happening is uh, the argument escalated and uh, between Salazar and his wife. And, uh, and Jesus' Jesus's wife and Jesus was like, let's just get, it, get out of here. But well, then imagine, S- imagine Jesus. He goes into the other room with Salazar's with Mrs. wife. Salazar. And he starts trying to put the moves on, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, uh, your fucking husband's fucking my wife right now, and I'm about to fuck you? And she's like, no, you're not. And he's like, what the fuck, Frankie? You didn't tell your fucking wife we're supposed to swing? He didn't, uphold, he didn't hold up his end of the deal. He obviously didn't inform his wife. He didn't hold up his end of the bargain. Uh, he broke the wife-swapping code. Right. It's like, you know... The whole, like, okay, one, two, three, we're all going to jump off the cliff, and then he doesn't jump. So Salazar, instead of saying, okay, I'm sorry, baby, you know, I forgot to tell you, this is actually a wife-swapping party. You're supposed to have sex with Jesus. Um, I forgot to tell you. Instead, he confronted Jesus, and a brawl broke out. I was going to tell you, but I got sleepy. (laughs) So a brawl broke out, and he was trying to say face, like, what the fuck are you doing with my wife? And uh, then, yeah, fights started happening. Salazar told um, Salazar told his wife to go grab his forty five his forty five caliber pistol. Uh, but when she returned to the room, Jesus was choking him out. He had Salazar MMA. in a chokehold. Yeah, and uh, according to according to the lady, she said she she fired a warning shot to try to get him to stop, but it might have struck Jesus. She doesn't know. She doesn't remember. But then later she changed her story, saying she might not have fired the gun at all. Hmm. And at that point... Well, maybe some, maybe she was informed that it was a swinging party and she forgot. She doesn't appear to have a great memory. I think she was in, in shock after what happened here. To be honest, I don't even know whose wife we're talking about at this point. <laughs> no, this was uh, Salazar's wife. Because right. Salazar's wife went and got the gun. She came back, saw her husband had chokehold. She fired a warning shot to the air. But then Salazar grabbed the gun from his wife and fired three shots at his friend. Hit him in the chest and the hands. He was taken to a uh, medical facility, and he's in critical condition. Uh, Salazar was then booked on aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, but was later released on a $50,000 bail. But there you go. All he wanted to do was get his noodle dipped, and now he's almost dead. That's why I think you should swing with strangers. At a swinger's party. Because that, you wouldn't go to, prevent, that wouldn't prevent this from happening. Yeah, it was because you go to a swingers party that's oh, a sanctioned man. swinging area. Like you but go that's there, more, once again, this is not, a swingers party is more of an orgy. Kind of. I, I think it depends on the party. I think you go... Like, if like, you some, ever, like, like you're at the party and drinking cocktails and some guy just whips his dick out and just starts fucking some other lady. And you're like, what? This is not an orgy, dude. This is a swinging party. You go in a bedroom and have sex with that lady. That's not your wife. He's like, oh, I think that's how it works. Usually. (laughs) I think there's like, you go to these, uh, you go to like a house and it's like, you just kind of go off. Like a group of people will go off. Like, yeah, I don't think he's got his bare ass hole right on your couch. And you're like, I just fucking in that steam clean, dude. Go use a bed like a normal person behind a closed door. It's a fucking skid mark. Or it's like Hedo Rick. You know that video with Hedo Rick at the hedonism thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think th- that's just one big, huge orgy of just yeah, people with just, like, herpes and yeah, And, and you can just, oil. just pull your dick out and start jacking off anywhere. Just anywhere you want, yeah. yeah. You but, don't but, do that at my swingers party. But that's what I'm saying, though. I'm not into that orgy shit. 
if you're head of Rick and you're going to one of these parties at hedonism, that's what's expected. You're expected to fuck whoever you want, jack off on anyone's face that you want. But if you're these two guys, I mean, you're just in someone's house. I mean, yeah, this dude didn't even tell his wife what was going on. Yeah, right. I th- I think you're gonna have a better party. You're gonna have a better party if you're swinging with strangers. But uh, well, just whenever you go to swingers party, just you got to bring it up right when you get there. Well. We're all here to swing, right? <laughs> Everybody knows what's going on. Just want to get that out there. Would you be able to hang out with your friends after that happened? No, I mean I would never do it. So, but if yeah. I was the kind of person that would do it, then I probably would. I guess. I mean, I guess if you're into it, I don't know. Swingers, uh, if we have listeners that swing, maybe you should call us and uh, let us know the the rules, the etiquette of uh, being a swinger. Anyway, Wackley, what do you have here for the second story? My story is thankfully short. Is it about swinging? <laughs> no, it's about macaroni and cheese. You can swing with macaroni and cheese. Is that the craft jingle? <laughs> Sung by Michael Bolton. <laughs> you can swing with macaroni and cheese in the winter term. It's Christmas. Santa Claus loves to swing with his macaroni and cheese. You know, he always has, like, a Christmas album. <laughs> That's the jingle that just didn't get approved for yeah. some reason. And Michael Bolton has no idea why. Why don't you like it? What does he talk like in real life? He probably is like, hey, why don't you like it? You know, he's got a weird high voice. Well, Mr. Bolton, we didn't really like this, the swinging part. What's that about? You know, like you're swinging into the good times <laughs> of the holidays. Like, we found that the focus group. Associate swinging with illicit sex. There's different <laughs> meanings. Like, it's it's kind of creepy to swing with macaroni and cheese. We're yeah. a wholesome food product. Maybe if you were just jazzing it up with the mac and cheese. Well, that doesn't really rhyme with mac and cheese with the swing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Late at <laughs> night, I like to jack it with the mac and cheese. I changed a little bit. Oh, see, but you with the jacking it. What is that all about? <laughs> well, my friend Jack and I. Like... <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, I think we're just we've just all beat right. that to death. You know, you know when you're 20 years old and you still live with your dad, who's <laughs> <laughs> 54. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of these millennials, they do that. They live oh, yeah. until they're like 25 with their parents. No, my neighbor. My neighbor lives with his grandpa. And like, it, he's constantly just yelling and being angry. And it's like, dude, your grandpa's putting up with your ass. You should fucking not be yelling all the time. That's a sitcom right there. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty sad. I don't oh. think anybody would watch it. Not really <laughs> it's uplifting. A, it's a drama. That's a drama. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Brian Rossi is 54. His fucking 20-year-old son still lives with him. It's not a good situation. He told sheriff's deputies that he was trying to make some macaroni and cheese for dinner so, yesterday, so he, the day before the, this article. He, there's no mother here. There's no – There's no. his mom's on, in the picture. Clearly not. <laughs> if you're 54 years old and eating macaroni and cheese for dinner that you're making yourself, we're not talking about like baked gourmet – you know, Gouda cheese mac and cheese. We're talking about that shit out of the box. Shit out of the Kraft macaroni and cheese out of the box. Actually, not even, and I'll get into why that's not the case. 
uh, he discovered, he tells, he's telling this to the sheriff that he's trying to make macaroni and cheese for dinner. And I discovered that there was only pasta and no more cheese packets in the box. So he's not even buying the craft because he's buying like a big bulk one that has like multiple cheese packets and like a bunch of pasta that you're supposed to just to dig out yourself and, you know, do the portions correctly. So is this like a Costco I like guess. brand version of mac and cheese. It's just like Something a big like barrel that. of pasta with like cheese yeah. packets or GFC. Oh yeah, Gordon's Food Company. I bet you that's what it is. <laughs> right. After throwing out the pasta because there's no more cheese packets. Well, what's now, happening now it's not, to the cheese? No, it's just mac at that point. <laughs> you're not even you're not even having a good wholesome meal of mac and cheese. You're just having mac for dinner. But what's that? What was the little ingrate eating all the cheese? Yeah, and leaving. Just eating so, the cheese. After throwing out the pasta, Brian Rossi, 54, told his son who lives there, Alex, who's 20, stop using all the cheese packets. Because <laughs> Alex, the fucking ingrate, he likes his fucking mac and cheese extra cheesy. Like, he uses, like, three cheese packets for one portion of mac. Because he's like, I like it cheesy because I fucking grew up with everything I wanted given to me on a silver platter. <laughs> <laughs> they exchanged a few words, and Alex ran after his father and began to punch him in the face and head. <laughs> How dare you tell me how much cheese you use in my Mac? Well, it, it, it took Pam, him. Pow. It took him that like that insignificant of a of a criticism to like pummel his father. Yeah, he eventually took Brian, the dad who's fifty four, to the ground and continued to hit him. Wow. They all went to the. They all went to you know, down to the sheriff's office during questioning, Alex, the 20 year old reported that he and his father were arguing over macaroni and cheese, adding <laughs> that he did punch Brian in the face, but that Brian also punched me in the face. Cause he calls his dad, Brian. So I wonder, is this his like biological father? I believe so. Huh? <laughs> Why, if it wasn't your biological kid, would you really let him live there at 20 years old well, without yeah. a wife? I remember when uh, I, First moved to uh, Michigan, we uh, we were waiting for our house to be built or not to be built. We were waiting to find a house, and so we had to live in this kind of uh, I guess they were all townhouses called Old Orchard. We called it Old Scumlord. But there was a kid that I was friends. Is that with. why your brother hates orchards? That might be actually. association. Um, but there was this kid that I was friends with, Cyrus, who was in my grade, and Cyrus didn't have a mom or a dad. He just had yeah, a. Bill. Cyrus is a nice uh, white trash name. <laughs> he just had a bill. He just lived with this old guy named Bill, and I don't know what what happened to his mom was and dad. Getting boofed? I have no idea. I just I just what remember Bill had a lot of porn in his house. Probably was so, getting boofed. I mean, I know he he sometimes Bill beat the fuck out of him because Cyrus would show up to you know in like eighth grade with like two black eyes and like a split lip and he's just like yeah I was watching Bill's porn again there's no child protective services back then you're just on your own as a kid this kid this kid Cyrus was just I mean he was just bad news but he was just a tough kid right and, uh, I don't even I, I never saw him after eighth grade I don't think he ever went to high school or maybe he moved with Bill but I bet you this is a similar situation yeah no no I don't think so I think I think the mom is dead or took off you know, <laughs> the meth like, head or something. And Brian is just stuck with Alex. And I don't know husband, why it doesn't kick him out. I bet you she's like, my husband is a mouth-breathing loser, and my son is just a waste of human flesh. I'm going to get well, out of the shallow end of the gene pool, and I'm going to move to Chicago. I the son is in did. jail on a $1,097 bond. 
<laughs> Which means you'd only have to pay a bail bondsman like a like hundred bucks. bucks or like one hundred fifty <laughs> yeah. bucks, right? There's probably a minimum. The the bail bondsman's probably like ten percent or at minimum five hundred dollars. Did Brian uh, call the cops? Like, who stopped the fight? I don't know. There's not a lot of detail here. Maybe Michael <laughs> Bolton did. He just I think Brian, Brian probably called the cops. And he's probably like, he probably told the cops about the punch in the face second, right? He's probably like, this goddamn kid's using all the fucking cheese, and I got to throw out the pasta. Does he think I made a money? <laughs> Do you think it's a weird, like, Freudian realization when you're a father and you realize my son could beat the shit out of me now? And he can't get a job, and he fucking doesn't know how to make American cheese. Yeah, but when you're a kid, though, you know your dad's the toughest person around. Like he's. Just I'm a little surprised that this 54 year old guy got the better of him, had by his 20 year old son. It he got housed by a 20 year old kid. You think a 50? He must be a total wuss or a drunk. Well, maybe he's probably just weak from malnourishment. <laughs> his son's all like beefed up on mac and cheese with extra cheese. And he hasn't had anything to eat all day. I don't know. I, I picture the dad to be emaciated because his son's so fat from eating all the packets of cheese. <laughs> I think it's Which, pretty hard to get fat on mac and cheese. <laughs> if you have, like, rickets. Did you eat, I don't even remember the last time I ate mac and cheese. Oh, like, I do. Because it was today. <laughs> well, you eat Kraft macaroni and cheese from the box? Once in a while. <laughs> Why not? When, I just remember Are when I was a kid. For it? When I was a kid, that was the only thing I knew how to make. And I would just put a... Like, probably half a bottle of ketchup in it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you didn't have the cheese, I would just be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just put ketchup on it. Yeah, that's why I don't get it. Why He's not very resourceful, this Brian. <laughs> hmm, so what happened? Did the, did, the son, did the son make bail and then move back in the house? No, he's just in jail because he can't come up with $100. <laughs> Where did this story take place? Uh, South Carolina. Okay, that makes sense. And, and no one sent this. You, cho- you chose this story, right? Yes. <laughs> I, and I didn't. I didn't eat mac and cheese because I saw the story after I had the mac and cheese. So it wasn't even like this story made me be like, "Oh, I could go for some of that." How often do you eat mac and cheese? <laughs> like once a year. <laughs> it just was coincidental. People send your stories to Cigarette Podcast at hotmail dot com. But oh. all the all the fancy restaurants now, that's the thing, right? But this yeah, but isn't they, that kind of fancy. Yeah, but they cheese. have like fancy mac and cheese, baked. like Gruyere. Yeah, baked. Three know, cheese. Maybe, yeah, like three different so maybe kinds some, of like, cheeses. Jalapenos. But isn't that kind of like white trash chic? Like they'll have like this. My sister had mac and cheese at her wedding. Your sister had a lot of weird food at her wedding. But I think <laughs> she was trying to do already. like that white trash chic thing. Like I guess you know, like. Uh, I mean, it was it was really good food, but it was just weird, weird food yeah. at your wedding. And I think right. she had this like mac and cheese. It was just yeah, it was really good, but it was just yeah, it was just strange to see that at a wedding. But I think these guys, you know, this is just like yeah, this Gord- is not Gordon's that. food company, GFC. This is mac and cheese. It's got cheese packets. It's like welfare they're being, cheese. They're all being horsed down by the fucking sun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people, you can email your story to stickroundpodcast at hotmail.com. Well, actually, we've got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, we also got an email, a funny email I want to get to. So uh, remind me to do this email. Uh, but before we get to our first phone call, here's another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. What do you do? 
when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving, you got a raging boner that won't go away and you're considering fucking your grandmother. You go to Adam and Eve, of course, and you buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, build a pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So, go to adamandeve.com and type in the code D-I-D-D-L-E That's what grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. So we got a few phone calls here. The Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, the first call, I think, is is about a topic that we, we discussed. I think it was about – we discussed, like, women and anal sex, whether they like it or not, a few episodes back. Did so we? I guess. This guy is ringing in about that. Oh, great. A guy who's going to give us his opinion. Great. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to get a lot of these fucking calls, but, uh, hey, maybe mine will make the cut. Wackerly, you are a fucking Nimrod, uh, and probably a Nimrod. Heavens. Um, yeah, done improperly. Anal sex will fucking hurt. Um, (laughs) uh, maybe not with your pencil dick. What, did I say but that anal sex didn't hurt? Yeah, you gotta go slow. You must have said something like that, like, uh, like if you're doing it, like if you're doing it properly, it wouldn't hurt. But I think it doesn't matter if you're doing it properly or improperly. Usually, it hurts the girl. I mean, it's, I don't think unless the girl like has anal sex all the time. But I mean, I've read, I've read memoir, porn star memoirs where they're like, yeah, you just get used to the pain, <laughs> or maybe they like the pain. But apparently, uh, Mr. Anal Sex here is going to school both of us about it. Just like, uh, okay, so you got a giant turd. You know, I'm sure you've had a giant fucking turd. Do you push it right the fuck out like you do diarrhea? Or do you fucking <laughs> get a fucking magazine and spend some time on the pot? Uh, yeah, Does this guy ever convince any woman to have anal sex with him with this fucking sexy talk? Or <laughs> what happens? <laughs> You mean with his how to like excrete a giant turd talk? Yeah. Hey, uh, baby. I'll be gentle. It'll feel like diarrhea up there in you. You won't even. I'll use so much lube, it'll be like the Hershey squirts. It ain't going to be like a thick cheese turd at all. I'll just get a magazine. I'll take my time getting in. You can play Angry Birds on your phone. I'll spray some air freshener up in this bitch. I'll double flush it. Here's my iPad. You want to check your Facebook? It's going to take about 15 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Large, and it can do it without tearing. But if you just sit on the pot and fucking decide, God damn it, oh, I'm man. fucking going to put this in solid You're going to fucking rip your goddamn ass open, and you're going to notice little fucking pieces of flesh and fucking blood on the giant turd. <laughs> Like your actual asshole comes out on (laughs) stuck around the turd, like it's a fucking (laughs) ring toss. Is this dude shoving an M80 up his ass? What is he eating? 
I, just I mean, like pure fucking concentrated fiber all day long. But but whatever it is is causing his sphincter to explode. I mean, is he just shoving like? Is he like giving himself like a sriracha enema? Like <laughs> that would have the opposite effect. But I I don't know what it's doing. It's it's causing something to rupture. Either this basically, I don't know. Maybe this guy's eating too much fiber. I didn't I, think it was possible, but well, I'm not one to talk. I can't remember the last time I had a solid stool. Um, <laughs> the phenomenon that uh, Dee described, where oh, uh, I fucked a bitch in the ass, and uh, she said it hurt a little bit a couple of days. That's not always the case. Uh, probably, Dee, you didn't use enough lube. Um, my wife digs uh, anal sex. I fucking hate it myself. Uh, you know a lot about so, it, though. So uh, she doesn't get it as much as she would like. Um, but, I mean, there's kind of rules, before. you know, lots and lots of fucking lube, really fucking slow, uh, some finger play, you know. I mean, it, it, the, you know, getting, getting balls deep in that shit takes several minutes. Who has time for that? Uh, you can't just fucking go for it. And then, you know, once you're in, if like if you're using a lube, especially some of the water-based lubes that kind of start to dry out a little bit. This dude totally wife swaps, you know. <laughs> I bet you he does. I don't know. You don't think so? I, I'm not getting that, no. I th- he knows too much about it. Well, his wife likes it. Because she probably also likes wife swapping. Okay. I, I just don't I don't think this is just junior level sex play. This is advanced <laughs> I level think sex the play. Is wearing off. <laughs> you need another shot. You're not making any sense. Not everybody who likes crazy sex likes crazy sex with multiple like, you know, sw- swinging partners. I think there's a correlation into crazy anal sex and swinging. I just you need to show your work there. You need to cite your source. I just I just think that, okay, Dr. Ruth Westheimer all right, I'm going to grab some Dayquil. <laughs> Dr. Do Our listeners don't even know who Dr. Ruth is. <laughs> you might as well talk about, like, whoever was, like, the top left square on fucking Celebrity whatever, Tic-Tac-Toe, whatever that fucking show is called, from, like, in 1981, April. The Surgeon General C. Everett Coop. <laughs> <laughs> who is the Surgeon General now? He was the most famous idea. Surgeon General. See ever Coop? Yeah, everybody knew. Like, oh yeah, Coop. But yeah, now, but he, he, now you couldn't name the Surgeon General now. See ever Coop loved wife swapping, and his wife loved anal sex. Oh, that's how he knew. That's that's how I know about it. What a town, fucking uh, slopping around that nasty fucking. Would you like hole? to make a wager? How long um, this call goes on for? But hey, <laughs> I've kind of lost uh, it. What's yeah. he talking I guess, about? What do I expect from fucking a guy who? Can't even fucking come from a blowjob. <laughs> fucking land. It's true, but um, you're definitely sick and wrong. Like I don't. It, it would help if I remembered what I said. I don't remember what I said about anal, anal sex. I don't have strong opinions about anal sex. Do you like it though? Are you? Uh, are you? I mean, do you have? Are you ambivalent? Uh, I would say like. Wouldn't you? I'm surprised that this guy doesn't like it. Although I bet you if, you if I had a wife and she made me do it all the time, I'd be like, good God. You know, I don't dislike anal sex. I mean, of course I'll do it. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's kind of like, you know what I, I, I 
I guess my analogy. What if the guy asks you nicely? (laughs) (laughs) My analogy, it's kind of like Del Taco versus Taco Bell. Because Del Taco, I don't like it that much, but it's a refreshing alternative to Taco Bell every now and then. I prefer Taco Bell. That's a good point, yeah. So with with anal sex, it's like, yeah, you know, I don't mind it. I'll go get some a green burrito at Del Taco. We'll go over <laughs> there for you know tomorrow. <laughs> but usually, I like my uh, you know double decker taco, no meat from Taco Bell, and uh, that's what I usually get. So, but I think you know that being said, anal sex can be fun. But it's weird though when uh, you know I've I've talked to girls who who've had boyfriends that only like anal sex. You know, they were is, in prison. Well, you know, it's kind of that's definitely something kind of weird. Then there's girls that prefer it too. Like that's the only way they get off. Or girls that like every time they get drunk, they want to get fucked in the ass. Which I think is kind of perilous too, because probably not that clean down there when you're wasted. <laughs> there's there's just factors. Sex is dirty. I mean, you can't really clean it up. Yeah, but you're not going to have feces a feces shower when you're having sex with a girl vaginally that's all i'm saying yeah you could how's that your dick is still close to it your balls too okay the odds are the odds (laughs) the odds of it happening are pretty slim compared to having anal sex with a girl Uh, anal sex i mean it can happen it's uh collateral damage sure you know, I don't know. I don't remember what you said though. What, what it was, was so. but apparently you uh, incited this guy. I guess I must have said something like, "It doesn't hurt girls," or maybe I said it hurts all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for the anal. It's not, tips. it's not one of my. I I do I like it, but it's not like one of my interests, like that I want to think about or talk about. <laughs> How about this? When you're with a with a new girl. Do you ever suggest it? Of course. <laughs> how how long into the relationship? You know, two weeks. No, you got to. It's every time is different. I've I usually I've wait. had it I've had it suggested to me, not what you're thinking. Or to get pegged? No. <laughs> but the girl has been like, "Hey, uh, why don't you try this?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." No, yeah, no. I mean, if a girl suggests it to me, of course I'm totally down. That doesn't um, happen very often, I should have point out. Have you ever had it happen where you accidentally go oh, the wrong Oh, of course. Hole? Yeah. That's, <laughs> course. that's not, that's that's not a good thing to do. Not that, recently, though. I think that's kind of when you're new to the whole sex that game. That happened to me in college when I was yeah. wasted and didn't really know what I was doing. Nowadays, I pretty much know the geography down there pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I can usually tell the two holes apart. Yeah. So. I'm like a graduate level fuck fuck man now. I can tell the two <laughs> holes apart. But there, yeah, there is a time when you're younger where you're just like, Arr! and she's like, where? What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. What is that down there? Uh, that's the other hole. All right, here's the second call. This is a uh, an anecdote. Yo, sick and wrong. This is the dirty Sid. Calling you all the way from the UK, South Wales. I was the man who called you before about the story about the square shit in the bath. Um, just remembering, I'm from Wales, not England. But did he say I called you before about the squid shit in the van? I thought he said square shit in the bar. Square shit know. in the bar? I don't Someone remember. shit a square? It sounds vaguely familiar. I think he called about a squid that took a shit in a van. I don't remember that at all. Hmm. 
I don't remember either one, but anyway. Anyway, I've got a quick story to tell you. A couple of years ago, uh, when I first got my girlfriend, before I had my own place, she used to stay over, and my uh, younger brother, he uh, liked to have sex with uh, older women. And the one day he came home, <laughs> left his phone at some woman's house. So my girlfriend was coming home. She gave him a lift back to the woman's house to get the phone. But as they're on their way to get the phone, my brother's like this. Smell my finger. Look, I've got a bit of shit on my finger. <laughs> my nice brother. Uh, has not got the strongest stomach. She gagged, almost crashed the car. Anyway, guys, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Dirty Sid, South Wales, fucking love you guys. Now, <laughs> this Welsh story leaves a lot to be interpreted. Do we, I mean, we're meant to think it's the old lady shit, right? I don't think it's his own. Why wouldn't you? Because I think what happened is he just, he just shagged this old lady, left his phone he, over there. He walked all the way home. But you know how, like, you do that whole, like, smell my finger? Yeah. After you've been with a girl and it, like, smells like No, shit. I don't do that. <laughs> no, but, I mean, you probably did back in the day. To another guy friend. Yeah, to a guy. Not to my brother's girlfriend while she's driving me somewhere. <laughs> so I'm just saying the type of person who would do that is probably also the type of person who's been, who would be like, oh, my finger poked through the toilet paper as I was wiping my own ass and I didn't wash my hands. Smell it. Actually, now that, but you I know, think you're right. I think it was the old lady. Actually, show. no. But now that you mention it, I kind of see it from your perspective here. This guy is Welsh. He probably didn't even use toilet paper, and then he thought it was just funny, and it was just like smell my hand to his brother or to his brother's like brand new girlfriend. Come on, he's not Arab. <laughs> In Wales, they use seaweed. Do they use? Is that what they use over there? Yeah, and coal. I always wondered about that. Yeah. Anyway, I wonder what his brother did about this. Because do you think the girl like was like, okay, this is your you're related to this guy? Because they had just started. He said there's his new girlfriend. I don't yes. know. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Those Welsh birds. It's funny very, that they're quite this forgiving. Only, this only works in uh, the UK because you know he's clearly right-handed and he'd like had his you know he wipes with his eye. I'm sure he fingers these old birds with his right hand. And she's driving, but she's on she's driving on the right side of the car, and so you you know your hand in in America this wouldn't work because you oh, have to yeah, reach because over the other side. Yeah, yeah. Mean, but she would have seen the hand coming. That's just an observation based on the fact that they drive on the opposite side of the street and the opposite side of the car. How old do you think this bird is? I don't know. I was hoping we were going to find out. Yeah, I, I was hoping. I was hoping it would, it was going to go to the point where. Like, she drops him off, and she knows he likes older women, but she's expecting, like, you know, a 40-year-old. 40-year-old or something. And, and like, an 80-year-old grand comes out. <laughs> just wearing an adult diaper or something. With, like, a walker. And just she's all osteoporosis <laughs> and with that big, poofy white hair. Like, oh, here's your here's your phone. Here, she doesn't even know what the cell phone, phone is. She's sucky. like, here's your video game. It's like, it's, it's my phone. <laughs> Yeah, call back bag. there, uh, Welshman, and uh, how, give us some how details. How old is the here. oldest one he ever did? It doesn't even have to be that one. But what is the oldest one you ever knew your brother to shag? Yeah, like I, did and did he bring them over for like Christmas dinner? And they're older than both your parents. She needs plus, soft like ten food. years. <laughs> Make sure you have soft foods for my girlfriend. She took her dentures out. <laughs> 
Uh, we got one more. Hey, guys, what's up? I don't know if my last phone call got through because it was all, like, fucked up and shit and fuzzy. Um, just walking back from the store right now, I thought he'd tell you guys about this because it sort of made my day, even though I don't know if it should have. Uh, I was standing by the uh, alcohol section of this corner store with my buddy, and uh, we were we were seeing this guy yelling on the phone, and he seemed kind of frassed out. We didn't know why, and we tried that we uh, tried looking like we weren't paying attention, but we just couldn't help but stare at the dude. He was kind of freaking out. Anyway, he sort of ends the conversation by uh, just sort of yelling in the phone, going, "Well, I'm glad I got HIV because at least I fucked you over." And he uh, he just hangs up, and he turns around, and he looks. He looks kind of still fresh out and goes, what, what? And he just walks out of the store. Um, don't know if there's meant to be a moral to that or if I should make a point after, but just like funny, I saw it. It was kind of kind of sick and wrong, although it was hilarious at the same time. Anyway, yeah, love the show. See you guys later. God, it's like a, it's like a true life story there. Like Bukowski. True life. Yeah. Sick and wrong. <laughs> Vignette. This could be anywhere, yeah. True life talk. True life talk. I mean, I wonder, this is probably, I bet you this, this same scenario happens every day in Seattle. Probably in San Francisco. The guy shouldn't Los be Angeles. on his phone. You know, people should just should like talk on their phone when they're in private spaces. I bet you this guy was on a payphone. Oh, maybe. Because he was at a Are corner store. Phones? You know, the, you'll see like a, and talk about like pestilence, disease-ridden objects in like an urban environment. It's like, you, who uses those phones? Homeless people. Who do I, they have to call? No, I mean they they gotta call. Oh, like, mom. Do you, yeah, I'm still homeless. You remember Wackerly when? Uh, didn't you have a payphone outside of your one of your one bedroom apartment that you had in Oakland? Yeah. And there was that same dude that used it like all the time. Does yelling drug at his dealer. girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same kind of situation. And then I I found the number where I could call that phone, and I would call the dude and yell at him. The worst like, Why don't part you about- shut the fuck up? And you'd be like, Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, you're this building has people living in it. The worst part about this, though, it's like they probably got in a fight about, I don't know, macaroni and cheese or something, and it just escalated. And then finally he had to get the last word, and he's just like, I'm glad I got HIV. Fucked you over. Click. And she's like, What was that last part? <laughs> maybe it was a guy he was talking to. Or maybe, yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe he was talking to, yeah, maybe the guy was just like, uh, What was that last part? I missed that. <laughs> Stop Stop stealing those cheese packets. That's what happens. <laughs> He's not stealing them. He's just using more than his fair portion. Who knows what he was using he completely them completely missed the thrust of the story. Who knows what he's using them for, Wackerly? We both don't know that. He's beating off with cheese. Anyway, Other. people, call the second hotline, 206-666-3846. We did get an email I wanted to get to. Uh, you can email the show at podcast at hotmail.com. Uh, this one comes in from Ona. Ona writes, last month, my sister, a new and avid listener, was chosen to be a juror for a trial of a Brooklyn Mafia consigliere. She was one of the 500 people first selected from the population and then underwent a juror selection process that included interviews and questionnaires. I've never come even near that point. Have you? No. Yeah. No, I never get called in. I, and been, I definitely would I've not been get called selected. in once, but I was eliminated like forthwith. Like they were just like, get that guy out of here. Uh, one of the questions she was asked was, who is your favorite media figure? To which she answered, Lance Wackerly. 
Send we'd, me a photo. We'd like to think that this was the uh, factor that got her on the jury, but how her love for LW worked in this way is open to interpretation. They Keep it sick. Thought I would Keep some it obscure, wrong. you know, like an NPR, like yes, like a <laughs> in, independent poet of the week. <laughs> He's a poet laureate. Not a, not a laureate, because then that would be too. But somebody that oh, that's you too know. obvious. It's yeah. Like, well, he's the resident poet at Mount Holyoke College for <laughs> the month of January, 2011. Yeah, I, I wonder if like the the lawyers just kind of just went with it. Oh, I should probably know who this Lance Wackerly person is. I'm just going to no. He, probably, he probably knows exactly who I am. But he's like, if people know I listen to this stupid podcast, I'll be disbarred. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play like I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, Ona, uh, thanks for uh, stoking, uh, stroking Wackerly's ego there. Um, is that is that put into the record? Can I go find that with a uh, request for information? You know, public information request act thing. I don't what know. Do do, Sunshine do, ordinance. Isn't there a stenographer? Do they? I don't know if the stenographer is there for the jury selection. Lazy bitch. <laughs> do the whole thing next time. <laughs> People, you should be listening to the show on iTunes. Just click on the iTunes store, and then you do a search for Sick and Wrong, and then you subscribe, you rate, you comment. We love you for that because it does it does give us some good exposure. Um, you know, I noticed in the UK we we're like in the top. I think we we're like number fourteen last week. Uh, people always send me uh, screenshots of that. In the US, we're a little lower than that, but still, it does help us out when you listen uh, via iTunes. So, uh, thank you. Also, uh, Sick and Wrong t-shirts are now available at the Sick and Wrong store, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Why don't you surprise your pet pep or your mima with a Sick and Wrong logo tee? I think that would be – just get them a large one so they can use it as like more of a snuggie mm-hmm. so they can you know watch Matlock or whatever it is that they watch. Wait for night. the young gentleman caller to come over? Yeah. <laughs> in Wales, they can put it on and then wait for the guy. I wonder what the guy would do if he came over and it was like she in this, you know, 80-year-old pensioner was wearing a sick and wrong tee. I mean, if he's already made it that far, <laughs> that's going to stop him. <laughs> Go to sickwrongpodcast.com slash store and get yourself a t-shirt. Sick and wrong song of the week. I picked it out and I'm going to dedicate it to Nelson Mandela, who died today. Nelson Mandela Guided South Africa from the shackles of apartheid, Wackerly. Freedom fighter, that man. Civil rights Some activist. Some call him a terrorist. Would they? Some people would. I don't know. Would, I, don't know. I, would. I don't think they call him a terrorist. He was. I love. I love the people on Twitter who get who get so angry that you're like not mourning enough. Like he was such a great man. How can you not be completely distraught? Do you see the uh, the the tweet that was going around? That I, I bet you it was. I highly doubt it was real, but it was that Paris Hilton was like. Rest in peace, Nelson Mandela. I'll never forget your I have a dream speech. Yeah, it was fake. It had to have been, yeah. But that was going around. But, you know, Nelson Mandela was a, uh, I mean, he's an iconic figure. And he did, actually. I mean, he did bring South Africa out of apartheid. Like, when I was living there, Nelson Mandela's in prison. He was in prison for 27 years. They just stuck his ass on an island. You're what we call part of the problem. <laughs> well, you know, when we were there, actually, I'm just going to tell a little personal anecdote here. Oh, great. Um, the rabbi, the rabbi was like, the rabbi, you know, marched with Martin Luther King. He was like a big civil rights, he was into the civil rights movement back in the day, especially when he was in college. And so when we were in South Africa, he would, I mean, he didn't work for the ANC, but he would send Jews. Like he would go over there and he'd be at the rallies. 
And the African National Congress was uh, Mandela's party. He would send his minions? Is that what you're saying? No, no, my, dad, no my dad would be like, there's an African National, an ANC rally. Because they would, they would always, when they had elections, ANC. Moshe, Herschel, get over there. Uh, black people were allowed to vote. Represent me. <laughs> no, but he would, my dad would have a rally, and then he'd encourage people to come and join him. And he would go oh. over there. But it turned out, like, we started getting bomb threats at the temple because of uh, my dad's advocacy of the ANC. And he Were there any the black Jews apartheid. in the temple? No, there weren't any black Jews in, in the South African temple. But the fact of the matter is, my father supported the ANC, and he would you know, organize rallies and, make donation, and encourage people to make donations to it. And he supported you know, the release of Nelson Mandela and the end of apartheid. And that's one of the reasons why we had to leave South Africa, because you know, the country went into turmoil towards the end of the 80s. We started getting bomb threats. My mom's like, yeah, let's just go back to the States. So, uh, where there's no racism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where there's no racism at all. But anyway, uh, you know, in, in a few years after that, Mandela was released, became president of the country, and ended apartheid. Um, yeah. So, you know, he will, he's a historical figure, and I think uh, he will be missed. So in honor of Nelson Mandela, I'm going to play the special song, Nelson Mandela. You heard that? Nope. It's uh, it was by the special AKA their uh, their their other name that they went they went under. But the song's called "Free Mel- Nelson Mandela," and it was a top ten hit in the UK in '84. I don't a- truck with ska. <laughs> it's, it's a, I guess this is definitely a ska song. The Specials were a great band. I don't truck with Scott ska. It became the unofficial Trash. anthem and slogan for the international anti-apartheid movement back in the day. So, look, horns. It's classy. <laughs> Rest in oh, peace, I'm, I'm Nelson Pogoing. Mandela. <laughs> We're going to end the show here with the specials. Uh, people will uh, chess on my pants. <laughs> people will be back next week with episode 411. Until then, take it sleazy. Good night.
Hey, man, I just wanted to call up and point out uh, what kind of dumbasses you guys are. It's fucking Thurston Howell the third, not Seymour. Who the fuck is Seymour?